Hello, hello. Welcome back to Music to My Ears. My name is Courtney. If it is your very first time listening to this podcast, welcome. Glad to have you here. If it's your second, third, fourth, fifth, or more time listening to any episode, um, hello. Lovely to see you again. Welcome back. Sorry it's been a while. Um, I was hoping that with last not even last week's, with the previous episode, I would get back into a consistent one-week posting schedule, but as you can see, it's been like two and a half weeks, and that never really happened, but we are back. Um, It is currently a Friday evening. Um, A lot has happened since I last talked to you guys, which was, I think, end of January, Um, and now it is like mid-February, so what have I been doing? What have I been up to since then? So, Let's see. I, let me let me check my notes. What did I talk to you guys about? Okay, so I talked about oh, going to a supermarket, which we love. Um, oh, Lunar New Year's. Uh, my first silks class at the circus school I've been going to. Okay, well, since then, um, I have still been going to circus consistently. No more silks classes, just because I've been focusing on acrobatic classes and... I think my arm strength is not where it needs to be for a silks class, so maybe next that's a next month kind of thing. Um, I What else have I done? I've been knitting a lot. Only the coasters, so around Lunar New Year's, I learned how to knit for the first time with actual knitting needles. Um, right now, all I know is how to knit a coaster for like your cup that you can like put on, um, but I've been mass producing a bunch of those and giving them to like my friends and my teachers, so that's been fun. Um, it's nice for calming, I guess, and watching TV while doing so. Um, I also had my Korean final in early, um, February, so earlier this month I had my final, which was over two days, um, did super well, passed, so we're going to level two next quarter, woo! Um, and what else? Uh, wait, I I guess I have talked to you about this very recently. Wait, no. When's the last time I talked to you? Wait, no, no. I haven't talked to you since, yeah, late January. Okay. So, for Lunar New Year's then, um, wait, no. This was not for Lunar New Year's. It was, it was, like, the week before finals. Um, I went to karaoke with friends. Um, I ate a really good lunch, um, at this hot pot place. Um, it was very fun. We were out until like 11, which is pretty late for me since I'm like an old person and I don't like being out late. Uh, but karaoke was very fun. We took photos at like a photo booth. Um, and then afterwards I just went back to the dorms. Um, also another exciting update is that nowadays, before my acrobatic class that I have on Mondays and Wednesdays, I go like half an hour early and I do some like partner acro with my teacher um, because the class that is taught is specifically like solo acrobatics, kind of like doing like flips and stuff like that. Um, but what I learned in my circus club at college is like partner acro, so like doing stuff with each other, like carrying people that kind of stuff, and so I've been working on that with my teacher beforehand, um, before class, and hopefully when I go back to, um, like, walk a graduation in the spring, um, I'll make it in time 
for my circus club's show and I'll be able to perform. I've choreographed already this partner thing with one of my friends and I want to choreograph. I've like haphazardly choreographed like a solo thing, but it's like on like the silks and like the rope for which I need some arm strength for and I haven't been working out at all. Um, and so that is something that I'm going to have to do next month. Um, but hopefully I can convince my teacher to practice some of the moves with me, um, for any like duo choreography, but, um, okay. So another thing I have to tell you guys or else I, I no one to hold me accountable. So when I first came to Korea, which if you are a newcomer to this podcast, um, I'm currently in Seoul studying Korean every day four hours a day, but I also just finished my winter quarter, so it's I'm about to have vacation, which is really nice, but I've been here since, like, December, um, and yes, yeah, so when I first came in December, I worked out, like, consistently every day, maybe I missed, like, three days during the month, but I worked out consistently every day for, like, an hour, hour and 15 minutes, um, in, like, the gym of our dorm, because it's, like, free rates, like, in the dorm, um, and I felt so good. And then on Christmas, I got COVID and I had to quarantine, um, in like one, in this like single room in a dorm. And obviously like, I couldn't really like go out or anything or like work out. And after, even after I got out, I'd never consistently resumed working out. So it's been about two months since then, or maybe like a month and a half. And I've worked out maybe, like, really occasionally, but not, like, consistently, like, how I did, like, how I used to when I first came. And so, my goal for after vacation, since I'm going to be traveling, which I'll tell you guys more about, um, my goal for when I come back in early March is to work out every day because I do feel a difference. Like, even when I worked out every day and um, I went to my circus class, like, I felt a lot stronger. And nowadays, I have, like, no arm strength. Like, I cannot push myself up. Um... And so that is my goal. You guys heard it here and you can re- you can replay these past couple minutes of me saying that I'm going to work out starting in March. Maybe not every every single day cuz every time I like get back into working out after stopping for even like a week, the next day my legs are like insanely sore. But you know, sometimes that's just the process of working out. Um and so I'll let you guys know when I come back from my vacation if I actually am upholding that. I think I need to, like, make a really specific schedule. Like, my ideal, my my pinnacle of, my pinnacle peak lifestyle that I would aim for for early March when I come back is to ideally work out in the mornings before I go to class. So, my class starts at 9 a.m. on the weekdays. Um, if I want to work out for, like, an hour, hour, 15 minutes, then ideally I'd want to wake up at like 6.30 a.m. and then work out from like 7 to 8 or something and then come back in time to, I don't know, take a quick shower, eat breakfast or something, um, like get ready before class. Because even in December when I first came to Korea, I worked out like usually in the evenings, like dinner time or even later, which is fine. But it's like the more, it's I feel like the later I put my workout off like during the day until the less likely I am to actually work out. So if I just get it over with in the morning and I establish like a a schedule, I think I'll have a better shot at it. I got really close to it too, like in the last like month or something. Like I was able to wake up at like 6.45-ish, which hypothetically would have given me enough time to work out for an hour in the morning. But I like to rest in the morning even when I'm awake. You know when you kind of just like lazily get ready you just kind of like slowly do things. No more. Next month, I am going to substitute that morning with a workout. 
hopefully that'll actually happen. Okay. Anyways, that is my, that is my goal for next month. Let us continue. So, um, other th- exciting things that I did is I went to Namsan Seoul Tower, which is this big little, like, big tower thing in the middle of the park. This park in Seoul, it's, like, on a mountain, so you can either hike up to it or you can take, like, a cable car. So, I went with a couple of my classmates. Uh, we took a cable car up, and then we ended up walking down afterwards. Um, we saw this, like, cr- traditional, like, Korean, like, music performance, um, as well as this kind of, like, martial arts kind of, like, I don't really know, I don't, don't know what it's called in Korean, um, but, like, a lot of, like, flag spinning and sword spinning, that kind of stuff, it was very pretty, um, we actually ended up not going up the entire tower, we kind of just, like, went inside, like, the first floor, um, because when you're at the top of the mountain, the views are already, like, beautiful, and then, you know, you can go up the tower itself to, like, get even higher, um, but my friends and I just ended up, like, hanging around the park, um, it's also super well known for, um, these, like, locks that you can lock onto, like, the, I guess, like, onto the rails and stuff like that of the, of the park, um, so a lot of, like, couples, families, or just, like, friends will write, like, a message on, like, a lock, and you can lock it onto, like, the rail. I know, I think there's, like, a similar bridge in, like, France or something, but I think there were, like, too many locks on that one in France, and so it ended up getting, like, taken down, um, but there's a lot of locks in this park, and it was cool. I didn't put one on, I've never put on a lock. Maybe I will if I want to in the future, um, but we did not this time. All right, um, and then what else? So we also, oh yeah, so we hiked down the mountain, which was an interesting time because it was kind of getting dark and we were like in, we were like not on paved road. And so I was kind of worried that it would like get dark before we would like reach the bottom. So I was kind of, but we made it, which is why I'm here today. So I feel very I feel good. Um, what else? Oh, I also invested in another National Geographic um, um, merch. So for all you newcomers, again, um, something that I love about Korea is that they have National Geographic clothing. So even though National Geographic, I'm pretty sure started like in the U.S. Um, as kind of like an environmental, ecological, like news news not like company but like I remember when I was younger um my family subscribed to like the National Geographic magazines and I would always get them and they were super super cool um you know stuff with like animals nature that kind of stuff um but in Korea they have like National Geographic clothing so anywhere from like winter like padding jackets to like hoodies, sweatpants, more like outdoorsy gear, that kind of stuff. They have it all and it's amazing. Um, they also have like the, a discovery brand, like, like the discovery channel. I don't know if you guys know, I don't think I ever watched the discovery channel. Um, but they also have that clothing, like as a clothing, like brand, which is really cool. So I bought this really cool bomber. What I call it a bomber jacket? It's like thinner than I think an actual bomber jacket is. Um, but it like has it's like that style of like sleeves and like jacket. Um, but it is super cool, and I feel like obligated to learn how to ride a mo- like learn how to ride a mo- motorcycle when I put it on. But it is super super cool. So that is another investment I made recently. Um, I also had oh okay so I guess where are we now today? So. Yesterday was my last day of class for winter quarter, 
Um, and so, and then the day before that, we had, like, a special class where we learned, like, Korean, like, calligraphy, which is, like, you know, usually, like, back in the day, people did it with, like, you know, paintbrushes and, like, ink, uh, but we were just given, like, a brush kind of pen thing. Um, so we learned that, and that was really fun, and then yesterday was our last day of classes, and it was pretty chill. Gonna miss my teachers a lot, because we have different teachers each quarter, um, but now I get a break and I'm very excited. So I have vacation for like the next two weeks, I think. Yes, the next two weeks. So I'm probably not going to see you guys until then, until I come back and hopefully have started working out like I said I would. Um, but I'm very excited. I am going to Japan actually tomorrow. And I kind of have a lot of nerves about like traveling alone. Um, I'm technically going with my roommate, but she is going on a different plane, on a later plane, and so I'll be going to the airport t alone tomorrow, and I don't know, I'm just, like, so nervous, like, I, I, I came, like, I technically came alone to Korea, um, back in, Dece like, December-ish, but I at least had, like, my family to, like, drive me to the airport, and I don't know, like, make sure I wasn't completely forgetting stuff while I was packing, but, like, even though, like, the trip is obviously not as long as my current quote-unquote trip is right now in Korea like I'm like worried I'm gonna like forget something or like some sort of like document that I need like some form of identification like especially for like you know get like checking in at the airport and that kind of stuff so I guess that's why I'm recording this episode right now so I have I have a way to expel the nerves that I'm feeling uh, but anyways so I'm going to Japan for the entirety of of this next week so Saturday through Saturday um I'll be going to Tokyo and Osaka, um, meeting up with a classmate in Osaka, and then hanging out with my roommate in Tokyo, um, although the order of that's flipped. Um, so very excited. It's my first time in Tokyo, or first time in Japan, actually. Um, and I guess another part of my nerves is that I don't, I can't read any Japanese or speak any ja Japanese. My classmate taught me how to say, can you speak English in Japanese? So hypothetically, I should be fine as long as I could ask that. But... I don't know, I just feel like, maybe like, maybe because like all the other countries that I've been to, either they're like alphabet, either like I can at least read their thing, like I don't necessarily know what it means, but I can like read it, and like, especially for a lot of the, what is it, like, Latin-based languages, the alphabet is like all the same, right? Um, I can read like pretty much the letters, what the letters are, and often they are usually very similar to like what like it is in English or Spanish, which I already know, like, you know, vocabulary from, or like even coming to Korea, like I knew how to read Korean and I knew like I had a, like a decent amount of understanding of the really like basic, you know, important vocabulary. But now that I'm going to Japan and they have like three different alphabets that they use, neither, none of which I can read, I'm like a little nervous because even if English is like a lingua franca, I feel like I want to make sure that I can at least, like, understand what is going around, going on around me, um, but I think it'll be okay, um, again, I'll let you guys know when I come back from vacation how that went, um, but yeah, I'm very excited, um, I'm going to Disneyland with my roommate, um, I don't know if I'll make it to Universal Studios because I don't have a huge amount of time in, in Osaka, which is where Universal Studios is, but there's, like, so many things to do, so I, I definitely don't think I'll get, like, to do every single thing, obviously, that's that's in Tokyo and Osaka, but a good chunk, maybe. Um, and then after that, so next Saturday, I'm going to Hong Kong, and I'll be meeting up with my mom, because um, I have family there. Very excited, haven't been in 
couple years since pre-COVID times. Um, yeah, super excited. And I'm not as worried because my mom will be there with me, um, so I won't be alone. And I also can speak um, a good amount of Cantonese, so I can at least get by um, if I get like lost or something. Um, and so I am very excited for that. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be kind of hectic. This is the first time that I'm like taking, well, actually, no. I guess, like, this is the first time I'm flying multiple flights in such a short amount of time because I'm going from Korea to Japan and then Japan to Hong Kong and then Hong Kong back to Korea once my break's over. Um, so I'm a little nervous. And obviously with, like, all a lot of, like, COVID um, regulations in place, I just have to make sure that I have the right documents and I take the COVID tests that I need to take, especially, like, before departing for a country or leaving a country. Um, that kind of thing. Um, hopefully, it'll be fine. And I'll take lots of pictures. And I'll share my experiences with you guys when I come back. Um, but, yeah, that is basically it. Um, I'm leaving tomorrow morning, which means I have to finish kind of, like, finalizing my packing. For the most part, I think it's good. I'm trying not to bring that much stuff. I have, like, one check-in and my backpack and then one little plushie. So, it's not a whole lot because I came to Korea with two check-ins and then my backpack, and then I think I'm going to leave Korea with two check-ins, a backpack, and a duffel bag um, as, like, my second carry-on kind of thing, um, just because I have been buying stuff, and now I don't think I'll be able to fit it in my luggage without it getting overweight. Um, but yeah, so I'm only traveling with one check-in as my luggage, and so it should be fine. It's not even that heavy because I'm packing lightly. Um, but yeah, so... Very exciting things on the horizon. That also means I'm going to be skipping two weeks worth of my circus class, which means I'm probably going to start from ground zero when I come back. But in addition to hoping to start exercising regularly in March, I also want to make sure that I stretch. There's this very evil stretch that my teacher makes us do either before or at the end of class um, called they just call it cat. I don't really know why. But if you kind of imagine, like, in yoga, there's, like, cat-cow, which is, like, if you were to be, like, on your hands and knees, you know, like, and you're, like, you're, like, facing the ground, that kind of thing. Um, cow is when you, like, bend your back. What do you call it? So if you're, like, it's hard to, like, visualize this. Cow is, like, when you uh, make a U with your back and your, like, head, you your tail, your face towards, like, the ceiling. Um, and then cat, cat is when you arch your back and make, like, a an arch, yeah. Um, and you, like, face the ground. Um, so imagine if you did cat, not the cat that I'm talking about, but if you did the cat that I just described, and then you sat back, not all the way, on your ankles. So, like, why am I having such a hard time, like, explaining this? No, how about this? Okay, in yoga, there's position called child's pose which is supposed to be like a really comfortable position it's basically like if you were to um so kneel on your knees and then basically sit yeah so sit back on your knees and then basically like lean forward so that your hands are like reaching out as far as possible and your um your face is like touching the ground that kind of thing right so the cat that my teacher makes us do um, during class is if you were to basically sit up a little bit so that your your thighs are like uh, vertical perpendicular to the ground so that your back is like arched as it would be in like cow 
but your your hands aren't supporting yourself. It is your hands are out in front of you and your your chin is touching the ground and you're looking forward. So your back is like very arched and your butt is sticking up because your your knees are your like thighs are vertical. And so what my teacher does is basically when you're in that position, you have to breathe in and then breathe out. And as you breathe out, his hands are like on your upper back and he like pushes down on it basically to like stretch your back into the arch even more because he says that's necessary for like back handsprings and stuff like that, which like I get it, but it's like every time he does it, like I hear so many cracks. Like my body cracks. Like my like like if I stand up, my knees crack. Something usually cracks. Like I my left my left hip joint is like always popping. Um, but every time he does it, it is so painful and it is like the most evil, like stretch I can, I can think of. There's one that comes close, which is like the same kind of stretch. Like it targets that like upper back flexibility. Um, but it's like, instead of like you being pressed into the ground, it's like, if you were to stand back to back with someone and then that person bends forward, they hold, like you reach your arms up and then they hold your arms as you as they lean forward so that you're being like arched back and then they like lift you off your feet and you're just like you're back to back still but you're like laying on their back that's like basically arched right and your back is is arching against theirs but in the opposite direction and then they just like kind of shimmy up and down so that your body just like kind of like flexes back and forth and it's very painful not as painful as cat but if done in a specific way, it gets the stretch in. That was a tangent. If you haven't experienced it, you should try it because it is a it is an eye-opening experience. Every time my teacher does it, I always feel like I'm a new person. In any case, we're going over time. So thanks for listening to my TED Talk, my long rant. Um, it is most likely going to be maybe another two weeks before I talk to you guys again. Um, but first, let's take a quick break before we go um, into the song recs for this episode. Hello all, welcome back. Um, okay, so for the song recs, since it's been a while, every time it's been a while, I feel like I always, I always have like new music like, too much, too much new music to share with you guys. So, um, last time, if I recall correctly, we had music from the same artist. Um, that will not be the case this time. Um, so, first song to recommend is Slow Grenade by Ellie Golding and Love, Love. I always forget how to pronounce his name. Love, Love, Love. Um, I've actually had this song for a while, but I think I was, like, listening to just, like, one of my mega playlists on Shuffle, and it popped up, and I was like, this song is really good. Um, Ellie Golding. I don't know if you guys have listened to any of her music. I feel like she first became a hit, like, way back in the day with, like, Lights. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was, like, always on the radio. Um, but, uh, this song is actually really nice. I like it. My favorite part is the melody. Or the melody. No, my favorite part is the chorus. But specifically, like, the second and third chorus when Love comes in. Because at first it's just Ellie Golding singing. And then it's Love next. Um, and then, they, like, they sing together in the second and third chorus. And there's, like, a really cool harmony that goes on. Um, but it's very, like, yeah, it's, it's like, very upbeat. Um, the lyrics are talking about, like, uh, I honestly don't know. I guess some sort of, like, relationship or, like, situation that's, like, a grenade, but it's so good that you can't run from it. 
even though it's a grenade, which is why it's called Slow Grenade. That's the extent to my interpretation for this song today. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't give any more in-depth in-depth insights to to the lyrics. Um, but the melody is very good, so you should still check it out. Um, for the second song, um, I want to recommend "All My Friends" by Snake Ships. Fe- Snake Ships, no, Snake Hips, featuring Tanache and Chance the Rapper. I don't know where I discovered the song. Maybe on the streets of, of, of Seoul when I was, like, shopping or something. And I shazammed it, maybe. Um, but the song is a very good, like, late-night vibes or, like, road road trip. Yeah, no. Road trip with friends at night. Specifically that kind of vibe. Um, it's very... Uh, it's it's not, like, upbeat, upbeat, I would say. It, it has, like, a, a groove to it, but a very consistent um, kind of, like, pondering type of groove. I don't know if that makes sense at all. It's a very hard to describe song, but you should definitely check it out still. Um, my favorite part is still the chorus, um, where Tanache sings, and I think it is a very, like, definitely just play it at night with your friends on the road. Um, in any case, that's it for this episode. So, um, as a reminder, the two song wrecks are Slow Grenade by Ellie Golding and Love, and then All My Friends by Snake Hips featuring Tanache and Chance the Rapper. Um, let me know what you think. Um, what else? Yeah, I guess that's it. So I'll see you guys in maybe like a week or two. Um, in the meantime, stay healthy. Make sure you're taking care of yourselves, eating off food, getting out, smelling the, the fresh air. Um, if you're down for it, work out like I'm trying to in the future. Um, but yeah, so just take care of yourselves, drink enough water, get enough rest. And until then, I will see you all in the next episode. Bye everyone.